Welcome to episode three of the last chapter book club podcast. I'm Joe. I'm Cindy. And I'm Kate. And welcome back to our unconventional book club. In the last episode, we confirmed the discussion of the novel The Ritual by Chantel Teaser. Teaser. Sure. <laughs> so let's go ahead and hop on on it with a brief summary of the first in the Lord series. Okay. (laughs) Teaser is gripping and intense psychological thriller that explores the dark depths of of the human nature. It follows the story of Avery, a young woman haunted by her troubled past who finds herself entangled in a dangerous secret society called The Ritual. Honestly, that was a long ass book, guys. It was a very long book. It was so long. It was pretty long. It took me a few days. Nine, maybe a few weeks. Mm-hmm. But it was good. It started very smutty. And it- <laughs> but there were a lot of tropes in that book. Yes, there were so many. I didn't realize a book could have that many tropes. I felt like it was every chapter the author was like, here's a new trope. And the pregnancy trope hit really quickly. You think so? I think it did. It was like halfway through the book. Because normally when you find a pregnancy trope, it normally goes to about three quarters of the book and then it pops up. I mean, true. I don't know. Yeah, usually it's that or it's like at the very end they're like, oh, and I'm pregnant. Unless there's like a big major point to the plot where the pregnancy needs to happen. It's normally about three quarters to the end of the book where it pops up. And that popped up, I want to say, about halfway through. Ooh, and then they did the cheating boyfriend trope too. They did do the cheating boyfriend trope. The asshole boyfriend trope. Let me see. What else was there? There was the obsessive ex-boyfriend trope. There was the who hurt you trope. Yes. The, let me see. What else was there that I was like, oh my gosh. Oh, everyone loves me. I'm so beautiful. But I am, you know, naive to the world trope. And the nasty mother one too. Oh, the nasty mother one. Yes. Bang, straight out the bottle, huh? <laughs> this I told you I was going to need this wine. What happened to your cup? Oh, it's filled. I'm just finishing off the little bit here. Oh, my. So many tropes. And wine. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. Are the, like, he's this really hot guy, and he's going to be so successful, and, you know... Yeah. He wants this innocent girl to ruin her trope. I hate that. That is very Fifty Shades of Grey to me. And Fifty Shades of Grey was just a fan fiction. So. Yes. I mean, didn't then the Lord series start off as a... Was it a fiction press or a wet pad? I remember reading. It was probably it was a wet pad. There, do you know how many books are being published now that were originally just wet pad stories? I mean... Almost all of them, right? 
Um, that oh. sick, that sick love, and like Jesse Hall's other books were all on Wattpad before she started publishing. The first, like her first three books, I think it was Hawk. There was another one, and that sick love, all ended up being on Wattpad. Very true. And then she self-published through Amazon in the twenty twenty, like in twenty twenty, when a lot of self-publishing came about. So, I mean, I feel like self-publishing is starting just to become like the norm. And you self-publish, and then you're on Amazon, then you have women like us who are like, I need to read a spicy book. <laughs> it's them stay-at-home moms, guys. <laughs> like, the sex deprived moms. They don't even have, they don't even have to be sex-deprived. Sex it's more of, they just need to have some time on their hands and an, and an imagination. Ooh, Yes. Oh my gosh, speaking of imagination, they did the big dick trope, too. They did do the big dick trope. I'm telling you, who can take that big of a dick? Name me one woman besides a porn star that could be like, yeah, let me take all of that. All at once, no prep. <laughs> no prep. I need, like, prep work over weeks. You stupid. <laughs> <laughs> we... It's like the fucking Olympics with that thing. You gotta train for like a month. Oh my gosh. He's gonna say that their man has a big dick. Nobody. Nobody. Mm-mm. Cause then they're gonna be like, ooh, him. <laughs> Look out of here. <laughs> they, there was just so many tropes. There was the, the, the attitude change in Avery when she was just like, I'm so naive and now I'm gonna kick your ass. And like, 12 pages? Blakey. Huh? It's Blakey. No, it's Avery. Blakey. She has to read the source material, guys. She has notes on this. Blakey Anderson. Blakey. How the fuck did it say Avery? It's okay, we're renaming characters. No, it's straight up. I pulled the summary and it says Avery. Well, guys, uh, we promise to be more prepared next episode. In my defense, we we all just got back from Christmas break. We... 30 other books in between. And I literally just... Most of the script ends up a general summary is the stuff you get off of Google, so that way we can have a direct. Huh. Okay. <laughs> bla- bla- Just blame Google at that point. It's, it's Google's I'm fault here. at this point. I don't have to so like, who's Avery? Like, maybe I'm confused with another book. <laughs> have we read a book with an Avery in it? I'm pretty sure I have. I don't know. Wasn't an... Colleen Hoover, one that was Avery? It might have been. With It Starts With Us? Or It Ends With Us? Or whatever? I think it was one of hers. I'm not sure which one. Oh my, speaking of like the ritual and, and all of that funness, there was, I had seen online someone suggested that you should do a drinking game every time the character says, what is it, uh, cross my arms over my chest. <laughs> <laughs> And we're going to finish the book. <laughs> we 
me so drunk off your ass. <laughs> I was like, why does... Yeah, You'd be lot. so drunk off your ass after two chapters. <laughs> you take, like, sobbing, ugly crying because you're so drunk. <laughs> you're like, oh. Oh. Did you guys find this book prom- problematic? Yes. Why? The whole Lord Society just feels very problematic it's like they're attempting on hit like a hitman service right and it's basically all interconnected like a epstein situation mm-hmm. so i mean is it fun to read as a fantasy sure but in a real life situation that's just that that's too much do you do you not like a possessive man my man is the most docile person <laughs> when it comes to <laughs> So in in a fantasy setting or in a sexual setting, sure. I would like a little possessive moments or a dominating moment. But in real life, I am too headstrong to deal with a possessive man. I would rather punch him in the face than suck his dick. Oh, oh my god. She went there. She saw wrong head, wrong head. <laughs> I'm just saying. I am just saying. It, it's, a, it's a really good fantasy overall. What? I like those I don't know. It's just one of those. I don't think I could. It's just like. He's so protective. You know what I mean? Like he can be very protective, but he's such a dick to her. He is. And I'm like, you need to learn how to speak to a woman in some of the parts of the book. I was like, you know, so for our listeners, a little bit about me. I am a psych major. And so sometimes when I read books, I view it through the lens of being a psych major, someone who is getting licensed to be a therapist. And so there were some times in the book that he spoke to her and I was like, what kind of weird, she doesn't have a spine backbone. You know, she doesn't have self love. She doesn't see her own value. And she then is accepting then of a man that's willing to give her, I guess, attention, something to love. And it's not like I found them to be so fucking toxic. He really, he really was toxic. Um, can we also broach on the subject of, we had the mean mom trope, but can we talk about the evil stepmother thing for a second? Oh my gosh. <laughs> because there's the stepmom, and don't ask me about names. It's been two weeks since I've read the book. I had to like force read the book because I thought we were recording earlier, earlier, like before the, before Christmas and we ended up not doing that. But, um, so there's who Blakely thinks is her mom because she was like the every lord has to have their lady and whatnot and then there was her actual mom who was also kind of a bitch but the evil stepmom situation where she was saying basically you got to marry this dude which I can't remember his name but you you have to marry this dude and then you have to 
do this because of family ties and everything. And it's like, what the fuck? And then the way that her dad, who was a lord, basically bent backwards just to accommodate the stepmother. Yeah, see, that doesn't make any sense to me. I but feel then, like it's there for a trope, to fulfill another trope. But then he also went behind her back and had, what's his face, the main male character. Right. Riot. He had Riot mark her as his chosen. Because she didn't, she didn't, he didn't want her with the other dude who his name, I'm pretty sure, starts with a C. I don't know why. That's, my brain is just like C. For cunt. (laughs) (laughs) I may have, I may be finishing a bottle of wine right now, so I apologize. (laughs) (laughs) This book needed it. That book did need it. Like I said, like, the whole book is a giant red flag. You know what was nasty? Or at the beginning, whenever they, like, chose, and the chosen one accepted it, how they had to paint them in front of others? That was disgusting to me, where one of them was like, he fucked her, and then he, like, stuck her into water until she almost died. I was like, what am I reading? Oh, my gosh. Yes. I've asked myself a lot of times, maybe... At least 10 times while I was reading this. Like, what the fuck am I reading? Yeah. It's just horrible sometimes. I was like, well, okay. That was way too much. But I also feel like that's like most of the dark romance genre. But the ritual kind of took a lot of those tropes specifically for dark romance and shoved it all into a book. Very true. Very, yeah. I'm thinking about it because it's, you know, for me, it's been like, what, three months? I was still in America when I read it. Um, And I think, yeah, I mean, it was trope on trope on trope on trope on trope. Yeah. Now, let me tell you, while it's toxic and disgusting in a um, sort of way, like, if, if that happened in reality, it would be disgusting and toxic. But for a fantasy thing, let me tell you, I listened to the audiobook because I was trying to, like, push through so I could finish <laughs> this book by the time. Let me tell you, I had to make sure my headphones were fully charged. Oh, my God. <laughs> I've never heard an audiobook, so I'm curious to know. Because it says, oh, when she did this, and I was like, oh. So, reading it is one thing, and I enjoy a good, like, written sex scene. However, hearing a written sex scene spoken, especially with some of the dirty shit they do on there in that book. Do you look around to make sure no one can hear what's in your ears? See, I can read a smutty scene in a book in the middle of a public setting, no problem. I'm straight-faced. I'm not red in the face. I was blushing so hard that my husband had to ask me if I was okay. <laughs> so, I don't know why that made me laugh. <laughs> my husband oh my- looked at me and said, are you okay? Are you about, like, are you overheating? Do I need to turn the air conditioning on? There was this 
uh, like TikToker who was listening to it was the ritual on audio, and he had the windows in the car down, and like this guy that was walking past was like, "Oh my god!" And I was like, "It, it sounds like porn." It is porn. It is porn. That book, there is. And- in comparison to the whole, like, 600-some-odd pages, that book is 90% porn and 10% plot. I mean, I'm so hung up on the part of the book where, uh, again, like, I'm telling you, I'm on this whole, like, I hate the size trope. And so, like, when... Big old schlongs. Yeah, big old schlongs. And she was, like taking it anal and I was like there ain't no way like she's not gonna be able to shit for like two weeks right (laughs) and Um, and all the training that there was was a plug yeah that was it that part wherever he made her come in the car after he fucked her and she came and came and came with a fucking vibrator panties and then shoved it in Matt's mouth that was so gross oh my god I'm not gonna lie to you. That that was kind of hot as like a revenge setting. <laughs> that was a funny plot for me. I don't know. Listen, readers, you guys should already know this about me. I have a thing with vaginas, like they are disgusting to me in every way. So I was like reading that I was like, Ugh. I'm gonna I'm gonna fucking throw up. It's like, oh my gosh. Ugh. Well we know Joe's not batting for the other team. No, <laughs> No, it's like a phobia. I have no idea what it is. It's like nails on a chalkboard for me. I'm like, ugh. There was a lot of talk about vaginas. Oh my gosh, we're going to have to, like, put this episode as rated R. We've talked about dicks, vagina, anal, taken head. Well, considering that's all this book is. This is all this book is. I mean, I guess. My biggest question to you guys would be, could he get it? The main character. No. Yes and no. <laughs> oh my gosh, I have to understand why. Why the yes and why the no now? Yes, because of how they they put him. How at the beginning he was very ugly and manipulative and, you know, kind of everything was calculated to a certain point to where he needed her to be. And after mm-hmm. he became obsessed with her, where he needed her, it wasn't that he wanted her anymore. So he turns her towards the end. That's when okay. he, he can't get it because he was a dirty bastard the whole rest of the book, or the beginning of the book. So he can't get it. He was a dirty bastard throughout the whole book, even when he changed. That was a, that was Not almost a pull, word for word, practically, of Fifty Shades of Grey when it was like Fifty Shades Darker, or Fifty Shades Freed. <laughs> <laughs> what? I don't know. I I liked it, but I didn't like it. <laughs> I would have to say he cannot get it, but that's only because I would want to fight this man. Y'all don't even know. Like, I would be like, "You are a motherfucker," and we would just argue. But then, if you think about it, yeah. I argue and might fight him. But then, I mean, we could be like a hate fuck. That's it. There. That's fair. I don't think he could get it because I don't think I'd be able to fully comp. So I'm going to be completely honest here. I am demisexual, which means that I am not as into sex. 
like for myself. So the fact that it was back to back to back to back sex, I don't think. True. And minimal prep. <laughs> she said minimum prep. Minimal prep. Especially in the ass. Minimal prep. With a dick as big as it as Chantel claimed it to be. Minimal prep. A plug ain't gonna do shit. I don't know. I've never tried that, so I wouldn't know. From personal experience, a plug ain't gonna do shit. Are you turning red over there, Cindy? That's like a plug not gonna cut it. I was like, damn. I... And you're the one who picked this book. Fuck. To me, it was a good book. I was like, oh. It was Every a, other I was like, oh, gross. It was a good book overall, I think, if you're into that type of dark romance. But again, I am one of those who I enjoy a little bit of dominance in the bed, but only a little bit. I am too I'm, stubborn. You're to, too stubborn. I don't know. I'm one of those weirdos where I'm like, just speak sweetly in my ear. You know? And like, take- yeah, be romantic, and then the passion will hit, and then it's fine. And we're all friends here. <laughs> all on this spectrum. I, I think this podcast is bringing us closer together by the fact that we're able to talk about our sex lives. And now the, now the world will know about our sex lives. Oh my gosh, yes. So tell nobody. It's a secret. Sorry if you listen, Mom. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like we spend like just half our podcast laughing. We do, though. That's what makes the podcast amazing. Yeah. So, for all of our listeners out there, we are also going to be trying something new at a suggestion from a good friend of ours where we, uh, once a month, we will pick a book and it will be completely out of our um, usual genre. And this month it is mystery. Mm-hmm. Do you want to tell them, Kate, what we're going to be reading? Yeah. So basically, we are going to be reading Room for Rent by Noelle West. Ihili, I think was her last name. I'm not sure how to pronounce that. But let me look up a... It's handy to have Google pulled up at the same time. And I mean, has to put up with it. <laughs> so basically, A Room for Rent by Noelle Ihili is a psychological thriller mystery book. Um... you get put on the spot and you have to like look everything up um it is about um it's about a rental okay the rundown rental house didn't seem so bad at first but now someone is stealing her food so basically what i'm seeing in this so far it's about um a guy who or about a woman who's living in a room or a house um who has somebody who is sneaking in or it could be a situation where 
which has happened before of a homeless person living in the attic space and like sneaking down to take food and stuff. But, um, I don't know. We'll just have to read it and see, but it looks really good. So I'm very excited. And then, um, cause we still have another, what, two recordings this month. Do um, we? Two recordings? Well, I guess this one was for the second one in December, wasn't it? Yeah. We got to make up for time, ladies. We have another two recordings this, chop, this chop. month. So, um, I mean, we'll definitely be back with more smutty stuff. For sure, mystery meets a little sex. But I know we definitely want to be able to reach other genres in general. And not all of them have smut. However, you can always look at it if there is a a male main character. We can always ask based off his character whether or not he can get it. Absolutely. And as the alarm sounds off in the background, (laughs) (laughs) thank you for listening to us this week and our lots of talk about dick this week. A lot. There was. This episode will be a little shorter than normal, for sure. For sure. But that's just because this book didn't have substance, like, at all. No, the substance was the guy's dick. That was about it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm done with you guys. Oh, my gosh. So, in saying that, Kay, do you mind uh, closing us out? Yeah. Uh, thank you again for tuning in to the last chapter. We're so happy that y'all are here, and we can't wait to get into our next book for our unconventional book club, Room for Rent by Noelle West Ahili. Follow us on Instagram at the Last Chapter Podcast and on TikTok at the Last Chapter Podcast for updates on our new our, on our next episode and any exciting announcements. And follow us anywhere you get your podcasts. Until next time. Bye.